Hey guys, it's Kilowatt. This is going to fit into a piece I will be doing with my mom and my best friend and possibly my daughter. Because I feel like when you get powerful women who are resilient, um, determined and consistent, you get a really nice mix. And I just wanted to put that in there before I read this article. First, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of what I'll be reading. Um, this will be attached to Across the Universe, which is one of my new favorite movies that a passenger recommended because they recognized I was part of the Black Lives Matter movement and the Red House. Um, I divulged to them of times I've run from the cops, been hit by rubber bullets or tear gassed, hidden in trees, lied to get away from things and risked as a felon going to jail. And I don't know if I lied, but I, I just said what I thought was true. And then looking back, it could have been perceived as lying. So, um, for the record, I didn't lie and I don't deserve to go to jail. Anyway. (laughs) Um, so the scene that we'll be talking about here, I would be talking about the Detroit riots. It lasted for five days. 43 people ended up dead and 33 were black, which should explain to you why there are riots. Um, In this particular movie, it took the side of understanding and truth, like to accurately explain or describe what happens. You have people in the military, you have people in the police department, they're glorified and they're constantly overprotected. All all the people in question have to do is flinch and they can be shot. And the beauty of it is, is that uh, the main character's love interest is from a very Republican family. Uh She's best friends with her Republican family, so it fits perfect with Braylon. Uh, She comes from a very Republican family. I'm the bitch that Brent married, and they were like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And that's honestly my favorite role to play because, on, like, I love surprising people. That's probably why I became a bus driver and I still glam it up because I like to surprise people. Like, show me your idea of a bus driver and I'm going to fucking challenge it. Show me your idea of a native woman and I'm going to challenge it. Show me your idea of a single working mom and I'm going to fucking challenge it. Show me an idea of a woman who's fighting to keep her kid alive and I'm going to challenge it. I will challenge every misperceived idea you've ever held in your mind based off of what society ever gave you and I'm going to challenge it because I don't fit into a mold. I've never fit into a mold. That's not how I live. I don't believe that's how any of us should live. And so the main character's love interest, okay? So Jude is the main character. His best friend is Max. And it reminds me of me and Lisa. And I say uh, the song that they played, Let It Be, was 
absolutely fitting. Who I, I'm going to discover who the director is and watch all the other movies they came out with. But when Lucy, who is Max's little sister, who's madly in love with a deployed soldier, so high school sweethearts, he joined the military, he got deployed, she's stuck at home. I've played that game. When Max's little sister, okay, Lucy, is riding bikes with her best friend, they discover that one unit that comes to the house after a death. And we all know what that is. I talk about my best friend in Jacksonville. Her name was Tor. Victoria Cothran and her and Derek were, they were like madly in love from the time that they met to the time that he died. And she actually joined the Marines just to be with him in the same unit, just so they could be together all the time. Cause they were so in love. They'd been in love since high school. They just, they remind me of two operators and I'm not going to say their names cause I don't want to put them on blast, but they are always together. They're all like, it's like this relationship where you can't get enough. It's like breathing and they have that like Kelly, sorry, I will not continue with names. Sorry. They, the, it's a man and woman couple or heterosexual and they will not be without one another. They refuse. They don't fucking accept a life without being together all the time. And I love chatting with him because he smokes. And so we'll sit and we'll talk to each other at Clackamas Town Center. And he'll be like, oh my God, like me and Kelly went like, and I'm only saying Kelly because I divulged your name already. So I apologize. Um, I'll be like, me and Kelly went there and we did this and that. And it's cute because I'm like, oh my God, we're going to go to the beach this weekend. And I just, I've never seen a couple that was completely content with breathing each other in constantly. And I have a feeling that has to do with Neptune. Because the key players in my life are always Neptune and Pluto. Like I'm an outer planets bitch. And they play the strongest and the hardest and the longest in my life. And so it's either a Pluto energy where we're completely obsessed with each other and like read each other's thoughts or it's Neptune and we completely idealize and like create the ideal life. Neptune's beautiful, but it has to do with communication. So if you have a lot of Neptune and a lack of communication, then you're not going to be able to find an outlet and you're probably going to lose your mind. Um, if you've got Neptune with a creative outlet and communication features in your chart, then you're probably going to come out as like a type of podcaster, aka this bitch with two thumbs and currently blonde hair, which I don't know is an accurate representation of like the fucking warning. That's why I thought maybe I should just go like back to color. Anyway, um, I'm losing my thought, but basically when we talk about uh, Max and Jude the two best friends. So Max's little sister is the love interest and she comes home with her best friend to find that her mother's at the door receiving a death 
notification from her father. And so they both run and they catch her mother and they sit down and they start planning the funeral. And I've never been someone that can do that. Like when my best friend died, I I had no idea. I like shriveled up and died inside myself. Whenever people that I love leave, I have a really hard time with that. And so I usually tend to ignore as much as I can. <laughs> Just realized I made a 10-minute podcast that I don't remember. Ooh, Jesus. Yum. <laughs> I woke up last night holding a pomegranate. I don't understand. <laughs> Oh, good, because I woke up later that day and I was sitting on it. <laughs> anyway, um, LFC and I like to open up. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's describe audibly what we're doing. So, our dear friend Mark has sent us a box. What do they call it? It's a 12 Days of Christmas box. Venus de Fleur. It's a very fancy company that does the cool things with flowers. And you have to pull one out for the Christmas. And, and there, it's like a fun on. puzzle. They have flowers in it. All right. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to show you. We're on day five. Guess what's in there? Are you going to guess the color I'm, and stuff? No. I'm just. Oh. I'm I think gonna it's going to be it red. I want to tell you what okay. I think it is. Oh, you're, is this? You're, oh, is this? Guess, guess the Oh, thing? shoot. Oh, honey. Oh, hold on. Okay. Yeah, that I can I can I can actually glue that. Girl, it's cool. It's just a. I do it every time. Girl, you're. Hey, everybody rips All the right. box. It's okay. Oh, she's her face is so cute. What is it? It's, it's, it's a present inside a present. These are the good ones. I I I don't know because the last couple have been like a like a theme. It's a glass white. I bet it's glass white. No, because we had that on day four. You do? Oh, maybe it's black. Ooh. The variance of color could be cool. If it's a black rose, I, I want to I put it on Is the it tree. It looks like it can't evotive. Evot- oh, here. Let's let Aunt Lisa open up the box. I'll just use this. She's got the best thumbnails. Aunt Lisa has the best thumbnails. Everybody make a, a prediction. So I think it's going to be... Wait, what do you think it's going to be first? I feel that it is a rose-scented votive candle. Ooh. Like one of those $120 ones. Oh, those would be pretty. Yeah. That would be cool. You hold it. Oh. Here, shake it. It is a candle. It is a candle. Oh, she's so good. It's a rose. She's it's like, a rose. It's what? a rose one. It's a rose she's one. like, let me make my prediction as I read the box. <laughs> And this is how we all know that Braylon's going to get some shit done in this world because she just wakes up and is like, I want to listen to this fucking podcast that I made that was 10 minutes long. Oh, wow. Let me smell. I want to smell. Let me smell. You smell first. You smell first. You open up. Oh, my God. You smell second. Is it good? Does it smell good? I love that I I always want to go last. It smells awesome. Oh, rose blanche. Oh my God, that's a perfect, that is, that is a bubble bath smell. Is, you are going to climb into that shit and light that candle and have a bubble bath. That's what I'd be doing. Hey, also, anytime you want to have a bubble bath, just holler and I'll like, 
need one. Yeah, then get it. Live your life. I thought, oh, I thought about it to myself and I was like, oh, the standing shower is cool, but the bath is where it's at because it's so relaxing. Thank you for saying that. Please do utilize anytime. Okay, I'm going to stop the podcast, but I would like to say if Mark ever listens to this, thank you, Mark, for sending my best friend Lisa this beautiful box. It's the most romantic way to send a dozen roses to a woman. And it's a surprise that you, she gets to remember how sweet it was every day. Like, I want to find a love like that. I am looking for that when I'm ready because I'm not. But when I become ready, mm-hmm. I want a type of love He's where the they do sweet shit that's just thoughtful. It doesn't have to be expensive, but just thoughtful. And he sends experiences. Yeah. He, he like, it's her. every morning we Wait, start our day out having a rose and feeling special. Huh? Lisa's a smart woman and she's got a lot of rich friends in a lot of places. Oh, <laughs> so you only have one boyfriend? Yes. Um, I'm going to end the podcast because my daughter is getting really picky about LFC's, <laughs> not picky, nosy. So Sosh, we're getting sosh. All right, guys, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. I'm going to listen to that fucking mystery podcast. <laughs> if it's just babble and talk and there's nothing like embarrassing, I'm going to post it. You guys. Fuck it. You guys take me raw. This is what it is. I'm raw and I'm organic and you're welcome. <laughs> Got no shame. I love you. Okay, bye. Well, for the record, I'm quite impressive when I'm drunk because you can't really tell. Um, I think I went off on a tangent where I was like talking about some chick crying on the side of a highway, which did not tie into anything I was talking about previous. And that could have been the moment that you started to lose me. So I just went ahead and saved you the disservice of that babble and cut it off because towards the end it was weird, but the beginning was okay. Um, Sorry, I just listened to the podcast that I made last night with Lisa completely drunk out of my mind. And that was pretty good. Um, I was describing a movie that I really enjoyed and it seemed to, I just like musicals um, that aren't like overdone, um, that are actually like artistic. And so it was, sorry, I'm drawing um, one of our friends. So Lisa has a, a boyfriend named Mark who's like out in, I don't know where he is. I think somewhere in Baltimore. Um, And he sent us a Christmas gift. So I get home last night and she's like, "Uh, Mark totally sent us presents. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And so he sent us uh, the best thing you could send a grown-up, which is dinners for the week. Like He sent us five packaged dinners. And they were like, all of her favorite meals and he just thought about us for Christmas time and sent it to us and she was like, oh, we have a present. And so I'm just making him a thank you card and I'm not really good at writing. Like, I mean, I'm good at writing actually, but I, I'm going through Neptune phase. Okay. So you just got to hang with me and I, I create mostly through art. And so I'm not a very good speaker at the moment. I mean, I guess you could probably draw that from my podcast lately. Uh, (laughs) So I'm making him what I love to make, which is little wisher puffs. And I'm making him my favorite angle, which is about 49 degrees. It's the same angle of which you can see a rainbow. If you want to ever see a rainbow 
face your back from the sun, like so turn your back to the sun, look up 49 degrees, as long as there is a, a condensation and moisture in the air and like water droplets, you'll be able to see a rainbow somewhere. So keep that in mind. You'll see the most rainbows with that recipe. I paid $300 to know that. Thank you, PSU. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm going to summarize this with a story from last night because it was so characteristic of what happens on my bus. Um, if I like you, you're going to know that I like you. If I genuinely want to talk to you, you're going to know that. If I get a creepy vibe from you and I'm not feeling it, you're going to know that too. And it's painfully obvious. People are always surprised when I'm very loving and, and fun to be around. And then they're incredibly, they're equally surprised when I turn that shit off. And it's the same story. As soon as you give me the vibe that I'm not feeling, like if I think that you are a threat to me in any way, you're done. It's already done. If you're giving off some fucking narcissistic sociopath type qualities, I'm already halfway out the door. Now we can joke about that shit. If it's funny, that's fine in a normal way. But if as soon as you start doing some creepy ass shit, like sitting there staring at me hardcore, um, you're going to be thrown to the wayside. So one of my passengers who I, I was fond of and I just naturally thought was a good human um, cause all my passengers are the best humans and that's how I think <laughs> he gets on my bus, but he gets on and he's almost got like an air of entitlement. Like I am entitled to sit and take all your time. So without regarding the other people on the bus that I was talking to before he got on decides to. He leans in really close to me without a mask on, which kind of pissed me off a little bit low key. And he was like, um, you know, something happened. And I said, okay. And he goes, I lost my ticket. And I was like, okay, so you're trying to get a free ticket. And I was like, but there was a gal on there that had just done the same. And I'd had an experience with her. She gets arrested quite a bit on transit for having outbursts. And I just didn't want to have an event. So she just gets on and says nothing. And so I wasn't about to offer him a free fucking ticket, especially after I didn't offer her one. I wanted to keep it fair, right? And that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to get a free ticket. So first off the bat, when you're hitting on your bus driver, don't start off by not paying your fare. Because <laughs> you're already on the bus. And second, now you're just going to bamboozle everything. Like, just keep it classy. Okay, pay your shit. And so um, that's just step one. Step two. He, he's like, oh, I lost my ticket. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You're good. And then he sits down. But he doesn't sit down anymore. He sits in honored seating, turns his entire body focus only to me, and is leaning in like a fucking creep. And he's watching me in the mirror. And he's watching me the entire fucking time. And it's creepy. Like, I'm sorry, but that could be, that could be considered leering. And I had a really bad experience with a passenger for about three and a half hours where I called supervisors dispatch twice to come get this motherfucker off my bus. And legally, uh, he was free to sit there and creep me the fuck out. And that was really disempowering. And so I've learned, you know, other tactics to avoid that. And, um, 
so this guy, you know, is doing that basically only he's doing it in like a creepy, I want to fuck you vibe. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, first of all, this chick's not getting any anywhere right now. And I'm not ready for anything like that. And you're already creeping me out. And this is weird. And so I'm sitting there driving my bus, trying to be a functional human being. And he's asking me questions about my daughter, which is like, if I fucking volunteer shit to you, dude, fine. But don't fucking ask me questions about my kid if I don't fucking talk to you. Like, don't even try. And so every approach this dude was taking was just so bad. And then it was like, it was the biggest crash and burn I've ever experienced with flirting. I was just like, wow, wow. (laughs) And I'm not trying to be a bitch, but like, it was bad. It was so bad that I actually had to say, wow, I'm going to make a podcast about how bad this crash and burn was. (laughs) I went back to the garage and I vented to our station agent, Steve, Steven, I got in there and I was like, Steven, this happened. And he was like, wow. <laughs> so this guy's sitting there and he's like, um, <laughs> so how's your night going? Because he's, he's doing this creepy thing with his voice where he's making it unnaturally low. Like he's trying to be seductive. He's like, so how's your night going? <laughs> if I could have made this into a TV pilot or like some type of fucking hilarious short video, I would have. And he's sitting there and he's like, how's your night going? And I was like, but meanwhile, I'm on a bus. It's fucking loud. Project your voice. Show up. Do something. And he's just whispering to me on the bus. And I'm like, what? 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 And he's like, never mind. And (laughs) that was intentional because I could, it was easy. You could see exactly, it was transparent as fuck. There was no mystery there. And so, um, sorry, it was incredibly, it was just, frustrating because like in the right context I might be open to something like that because I'm lonely but like not like that like just don't be creepy god um (laughs) it's just disappointing in general it just showed me a forecast of what my future will be like um (laughs) just a series of creepy dudes and like no backup follow-through and so He goes on to ask me questions about my daughter and I gave him really brief snippets and he seemed dissatisfied that I wasn't giving him all my energy like I normally give everybody. And he was like not happy with that. And so he kept pushing and pressing and I just slowly like started to kind of fade him out and pretend like I didn't hear him because I was just not having that conversation anymore. You'll know when I'm done because I'm, I become done. And, um, if you experience that and it wasn't intentional, I do apologize, but it, you're, it's pretty fucking obvious. So he, he watches me the entire time. He's sitting there like staring at me, like intently, everything that I do, he's observing. And that's a classic narcissistic trait. Like I'm not trying to get caught up in fucking my first marriage, dude. I, I missed all the warning signs. I know what a fucking narcissist looks like. And they're trying to find every granule of information they can get to use to bait you. I mean, it's really clear. Like it becomes so evident looking back. You're like, shit, I just volunteered that information without even really giving it much thought. And suddenly I fell into their nasty web and I'm like their fucking prize that they've fixate on. And it's a nightmare. And, um, and it might not be 
narcissist, but it is, you know, at least a sociopath type trait where they're just like, you're, you're there only as a means to validate themselves to the world or to them, their personal ego. And so, uh, He's watching me. He's leaning in and he's watching me. And I can feel eyes on me because I'm not stupid and I'm a bus driver and we have perifs. So if someone's watching us, we know. And we might enjoy that, but sometimes we don't. And this is a very good example of a time when I did not enjoy it. <laughs> and so he leans in and he says to me, something on your mind? Because I passed a normal bus stop where a passenger sits And he's always there and he wasn't there tonight. And I put my finger to my chin because I was thinking like, it's just something that's one of the things that I do when I'm thinking about, huh, something's off here. And he immediately says like, without, you know, a two second delay, he goes, is something on your mind? And I just thought like, you're being creepy. Like you're being a creepy motherfucking dude. So I said, huh, what? And I said it about five times and he said, "Never mind." And then I tried to blow it off and then he actually yelled it, is something on your mind? And I was like, oh, what makes you say that? And he was like, uh, I just got a feeling. And I was like, oh, you just got a feeling? I said, that's really weird because I just put my finger to my chin. Uh, I didn't realize that you were watching me because I wanted him to know that it was fucking creepy. And he was like, I wasn't watching you. And I was like, oh, you weren't? <laughs> I said, that's funny because it... it felt like that you were because it was like incredibly accurate timing that as soon as I put my finger up to my chin, you immediately asked me if something's on my mind. And he was like, well, uh, no, I wasn't watching. I wasn't, I wouldn't watch you. You're fine. I I wasn't, I wasn't watching you. And I was like, okay. And then he like sat there and he continued to watch me and I continued to pretend like I didn't see him watching me, which is fucking hard to do because it's obvious. And, um, the frustrating part about all of that was mostly that um, he seemed immediately put out that I didn't just buckle. Like I was just going to get off work and go to his house and fuck him and it'd be great. No, dude, that's not the story here. That's not what we're doing. Uh, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure I'm completely entitled to my own goddamn body and my own decision. And what you're doing here is creeping me out. And it's... It's making me feel like I'm just some type of character in your goddamn narrative and I'm not feeling your vibe. And so he, he leans back and he's dissatisfied and he immediately says, well, swing and a miss, (laughs) swing and a miss. And that's the, I think that was the line that made Steven go, wow, (laughs) if you could be any more of a jackass, uh, than this one guy was last night. I don't know who you are, but he found a way to out you uh, or outdo you because then signature, signature move of a fucking asshole, narcissistic sociopath. As soon as you don't fulfill their need of validation or um, confirming their sense of self or like a trophy prize, you're no longer of any use to them and they have nothing to say to you. And so... He gets off at a stop and I was like, sweet, we made it. Well, I hope you have a wonderful night. I'm sure I'll see you again. He says nothing and he gets off because I didn't give him what he wanted. And I'm sorry, uh, but boys and girls, that is exactly why I ignored him because I got that vibe right away 
And that's exactly why I didn't fuck with him. And so I think at 35, I'm learning. I'm learning. I turned 35 in two days. What day is it? Is it the 18th? Oh, man. Two days I turned 35. Um, I'll be working line 33. You're welcome to come bring me presents and hang out and chill with me. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm sure we'll talk soon. Um, I'm finishing up the details of this beautiful wisher puff or dandelion that I'm making Mark to send in a thank you holiday card. Um, best gift you can give a grown up is dinners. Give them dinners, prepackaged frozen dinners, so they don't have things to do later. You're saving them a trip. Get them, you know, a merry made coupon. Like, Anything that will help reduce the amount of workload in their life because we're all working hard and we all deserve someone who's going to spoil us a little bit. So I love you. This is Kilowatt. Sorry, I was drooling. I'm leaning down and, I, and I'm just, I'm a drooler when I draw. I'm, I don't know why. I'm weird. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this. We're getting off the podcast and I know my password. No, I don't. Now I do. Um <laughs> I hope you feel my vibe. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay, you guys, we're adding on like a quick snippet because LFC and I were chatting and initially it was fun and banterful and then it got funny. (laughs) I spilled my wine. She's taking notes. Brilla came in. Everything was chaotic. Our pets' heads are falling off. Things are weird. Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to fucking sit back and chill and listen to my best friend tell her story. Because that's actually what this was going to be. And then my little brain was like, put it on a podcast. That's how we live our life. What's up? I was just being dramatic. I love you. Hey, you got your phone? No. Take it with you. I'm on the suits. Okay, fine. Oh. <laughs> the sass. The sass in that one. I swear to God, she's going to need it. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, check it out. Check it out, folks. Check it. Check the mic. LFC's in the house. Had, had, had we all paid attention. We are all paying to, attention now. It's happening. To the, gen, <laughs> to, to the gender wage gap data. We're snuggled in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's actually a global. There's a gender wage gap. And as had we paid attention in class uh, in the economics course. It was once 71 cents to every man's dollar that females make. And now it's around 83, 84 cents to every man's dollar. But the problem with that is already there. That's obvious. We have two jobs to do. We work actually double time the men that men do. And I'll tell you how it works. First of all, we have to take that 71 to 84 cents to that guy's $1 and pay a mortgage support children, nurture, find childcare, and maintain our insurance and all of those things. And the other half of this job has to be while we are protecting ourselves and our daughters from predators and discrimination and harassment and assault. And I'm not going to repeat myself. It's just... true. Why do I always insist that Braylon bring her fucking phone and that mm-hmm. she can't go anywhere unmonitored because mm-hmm. I don't want some fucking creep mm-hmm. to come scoot my kid up. And ladies... You and, and, you know, violence happens, domestic violence, violence happens to men a lot, too. It's, a, it's an issue that we haven't yet accepted um, as something to argue about, um, but it is coming. Anyway, um, all of you rape survivors and sex assault survivors, you know what I'm talking about. 
when I tell you that your job half of the time is to protect yourself. And the way I do it is I wear all black in oversized clothing or layers of all black um, with sunglasses and um, no color makeup on my face. Um, and it still doesn't work. It still just doesn't work as well. Well, that's why I wear tight-fitting clothes, a low-cut cleavage, and bright-ass makeup. Well, but you're protected in that. I'm going to fuck everybody up if they try and step at me. Clap yeah. at me, bitches. Yeah, I will end it. you. And I, say it, yeah. I think we should make a, a separate podcast uh-huh. after this, probably tomorrow, where we get a chance to just sit and eat breakfast and talk about every base point. Uh-huh. Um, and then we can focus on the two stories that were in relation to what uh, were relevant to the podcast prior, which was the one where I was talking so about So we're that. deferring the stories? If we could defer the... Because mm. you kept them associated with the story I was telling about the guy on the bus. Mm. And then if he... I thought it was good. So what are the two stories that are in they're, relation? They're... They are related. Okay. And they support, the, they support the point that I wish to make for awareness to protect women and for women to bind together to protect each other. Okay. Now then keep going. Please do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry for interrupting. No, I appreciate your organization. I just thought if, we could, if we we're going to make this a whole thing, that we can like get some fucking organization and we can make notes and bullet points and have mm-hmm. supporting evidence and facts. Let's do this as like an um, introductory, a, like a prelude. For, yeah, to the podcast like this tomorrow is morning. this is the plan to make a plan. Ooh, I like it. Want to do it? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So <laughs> the following the following stories are true. There's there's thousands. Um, and let's be honest about the fact that when people do talk about their personal selves, they're representing the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. If they've said one incident, they're representing so much more that has happened to them so let's just be there uh, be present on that so the following story is true um two years ago is really warm and wonderful and um my then best friend and neighbor and she she was feeding me because I don't eat dinner and, and she's keeping me alive but she was just <laughs> there for me um, at that time before I met Kayla and all of this, and we, we basically, the universe brought us together. And so we hung out a lot and we were walking through a parking lot to our house. We lived next door, like seriously, the wall divided us, oh, our wow. houses. So we, we were just you walking. You were going to be close no matter what. Yeah. We, we were walking that. Yeah. That happened. It was so, necessary. Yeah. It had to happen. So she and I were walking and, and she's, um, really you know you know everyone in their 20s is hot so that's that <laughs> so it's true it's all the collagen yeah it's an abundance of collagen. <laughs> so she's got her you know her 20s um sexiness going on with all that innocent long flowy hair look angel look and you know me i'm all covered up all the time i wear all black to protect myself i I, I will be that one guy on July 4th wearing an all black lightweight jacket on the boat. <laughs> I don't, I don't want attention. So we are walking through and there's a man walking toward us whom just walked through our community to bypass the street. And while approaching, he's how are you? How are you ladies doing? How are you doing? And what was the word you used, dude? 
He was Zeekin? Oh, he was fucking skeezy. Skeezy. I'm going to put this letter to Mark on hold because I've been all diligent on writing, but I actually want to add my commentary because I know that their wit- our witiful banter is so fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on pause. I'm going to open up these blinds so we like the light and turn off the overhead light because it's overstimulating. Uh-huh. This bitch is parked outside. Did you just kidnap me, kid? What's going on? All right, cool. Dude, Maybe where's just, my vape? Somebody's just opening up the back door for her. Um, okay, so... Anyway, I'm back. Where'd your vape go? I think I, I don't know. The door. Okay, babe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling. I'm feeling my blood pressure this go up not just remembering the these stories. Hold on, I'm gonna try this. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Nope, this one sucks too. All right, so so Brienne, yeah. Brienne and I are walking through the parking lot, and this dude is walking toward us. And he's like, hey, how are you guys doing? How are you beautiful ladies doing? It's a great day. You look good. And we walked past him without... You're like, bye, creep. <laughs> with, without changing anything. We just, uh, we walked past him, kept the, our pace. We just were totally going home. You're not fucking with that guy. Nobody's going to fuck with that guy. And when he got about 10 feet behind us, he turned around and yelled, fuck you. Just like that. Wow. Sorry. And that's, why, that's why you don't fuck with people like And that. see, that's, that's what I'm saying is you just don't know people until you say no to them. That's true. So, okay, that's the one story. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is in my notes over here. Okay. I'm just going to toast a bagel. Welcome to the morning. And <laughs> my vape's running out, and I'm not happy about that. Oh, that Okay, so the next, the next um, story is regarding my trip to Denver. I, t- I went to, um, on a weekend vacation to Denver a couple weeks ago because I had to get away from, you know, I need a <sighs> respite. So I flew to Denver, and at the Portland airport, I'm, I'm waiting for my flight, and on the overhead, they said, please scan your boarding pass yourself and i'm surrounded by signs say to stay six feet apart so my brain is like reading these signs six feet apart six feet apart okay baby i get it you got it all over the walls (laughs) and and then it's coming in from the overhead saying you will scan your own boarding pass Mm -hmm. okay so now i've got two things i got the six feet in my brain it's overkill and it's a lot of overkill and over and the announcement three times very stressful and then you get on the fucking airplane and you're all two oh. inches apart <laughs> so so i mean seriously it's ironic i'm like oh yeah that's real great guys thanks for beating a dead horse and yeah. then suddenly defeating the yeah purpose. thanks thanks for your hypocrisy okay so and i i get to i don't i am that one guy that likes to board the plane last i do not like to be in a line there's something about it that my spirit will not allow i do not stand in lines i don't put up with them i was born that way and i'm not going to change it's why i don't ever give a backstory as to why i'm a podcaster why i do what i do i just fucking do what i do so i wait for the last person in the line to no board. explanation needed i know you are lisa fucking carlisle lfc forever Kilowatt mm. for life. Mm. Whatever's. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Live your life, man. Live it. Keep going. Preach. <laughs> so, what, now remember, there's two things in my head that I'm being drilled with because I don't like to be told things twice or more than once. They're commands. It's, it's a command. It's a command. You're not a dog. You're a queen. Okay. Sorry. I queen here. I already time. heard you. I'm doing it in a classy oh manner. I already kept six feet distance because uh-huh. I don't want to fucking like meander with the commoners. All right. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
that was good. Right. If you're going to take a haughty approach, you might as well get all up. I had, I had social distancing mastered before <laughs> this fucking shit happened. You were already wearing a mask. I you already like, had the mask thing I had, going. I like, had, don't look at me. I had black gloves on at work, and my fucking owners of Toxie's Restaurant used to harass me 30 minutes with monologues telling me how much he hates me. Because of my sunglasses and the black gloves that I wouldn't take off. To yeah, because you're hands quirky. Clean. You're quirky, and it's okay. You like to be clean. So anyways, I live in a lot of major cities, and I'm going to tell you this right now before I... Pres- okay, no, no, no. We're going to finish the airport yeah. story. All right. Oh, okay. <sighs> Jesus, I can get so derailed. No, you're doing um, okay. Actually, that's the beauty of you. Everything uh, that you do is beautiful, so don't ever feel I, like you're not doing it right. Oh man, I love. I just didn't want to miss. Times more I didn't, than one minute. My ago. biggest fear back there is mm-hmm. that I that we were gonna miss a really good episode, like a, a full episode, and and try and stuff it all into a snippet. So I was like, we can make a prelude to the bigger episode after tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. so that we could actually sit and make notes. Well, that's how we we see. The thing is, is you can't. I think it's it's counterproductive to just complain. You got to come in with a solution. Yeah, it's true. So let's do that. We'll do that in the next one. We're going to make the plan for the solution, right? Misogyny is the problem. So it is the problem. The solution to misogyny. We can do that in twenty four hours. That's easy. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just knock that out tonight and tomorrow morning. <laughs> so, I'm being ironic. I'm being ironic. Sorry, I'm being funny. <laughs> all right, to finish this Portlander story. I, mean, I believe I believe the Pacific Northwest is the heartbeat of misogyny, other than Saudi Arabia and whatever in India. Yeah, India. Okay. Dubai. Du- mm. oh, Dubai, really? Yeah, they're all rich dudes. Shit! If I had that money, Middle I'd Eastern say, rich I'd dudes. I'd say, fuck you. Go ahead, kill me now. What? I- <laughs> okay. They're so really anyway. fascinated with shitting on each other. That's a big like. For some reason, when you get to a certain pinnacle of success and you get all the money, it turns into shit, like sex with shit. It's weird. I've seen it escalate. It's just like with porn. When you watch enough porn, you it mean turns literal. violent. Like actual fecal. Because you get all clean to the point where you want to defecate on some young girl and you'll pay her money to shit on her. And she'll let you do it because you're taking her on a yacht to Dubai. It's gross. I've seen the, I've seen the things, the gossip columns, and all the things that happen, and it's just nauseating. Okay, um, that's why I would not. Let's put a do pin. That. We're gonna put a pin. Yeah, on, sorry, that, that was a tangent train. I, I like to make it weird. Thirty seconds or less. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. So we got. So we have this. We have these two pieces of data and commands that I'm dealing with. I wait for the last person to board the plane. I go up there, and I see a man, approximately sixty-seven years old, six. One six two high. Was he and like a hot sixty seven? He no, he's douche looking. He's yeah. red, he's a redneck douche. Oh looking. no, thank yeah. you. Yeah, he had the douche look. Um, light pass. Just just redneck. Um, yeah. So, okay, so there's two scanners in front of me. One's on my left and one is on my right. There's a dude at the right. All right, on next to that right scanner, and now I'm trying to obey rules. Okay, what were the rules? Six feet. And, and you scan your own boarding pass. So I walk up to the left scanner and say, okay, so this one, right? Because he's six feet away from the left scanner. And he goes, look at me, I'm standing over here. Oh, 
What? Keep going. What? Keep going. No, he said, look at me. I'm standing right here. I'm over here. And talking down to me really in this condescending tone. And when I went to scan my boarding pass to on the right, which he was literally one inch from, he takes my boarding pass out of my hand. He just snags it like a fuckhead. And he scans my boarding pass um, on his own. And while he did it, I couldn't help myself. Someone was coming up behind me. And I've noticed a lot of men say hateful things to women when they get alone with the women. And they do it in public and stores all the time. I hear all kinds of whispering shit in bars and stories when they think that no one else is listening to the, um, to the hate language. So he, he said what he said. And when the person was running up behind me, another passenger who was almost missing the fight was running up behind me. When that man came up behind me, I said to Mr. Douche, who wanted the world to be all about him, I'm standing over here. I said, Oh, he was doing that, that I'm, I'm a lion. I'm the king type fucking maneuver. Yeah, I'm like, don't you even know about the six foot rule? Bitch, though? if you were, I would already see you. So you don't need to be six foot tall for so me to see you. So now he's got, now, now he's actively violating his own rule. <coughs> he's, he's asking me to be within six feet I of him. And he snags my boarding pass uh, and takes away the rule of me having to do it myself. So, Andy was a douche when he did all this commanding. So the guy, the passenger behind me who was running up got right next to me and I couldn't help it, but this is what I said. And I was slow with it too. I said, sir, what did you just say to me? That's what I said. Mm-hmm. And you okay. got to call it out. You well, have sort of like, to call it out. That's really strange because you were staring at me. Mm-hmm. And right when I put my fucking finger to my chin is exactly when you asked something on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't staring at me it was just really good timing okay continue when (laughs) the fight was great i had the whole road to myself i had the best leg room fly united if you're going to denver fly united you guys it's great it's great it's great it's just great um i got off of the okay so the the plane lands in denver this kid this kid a total portlander like the douchebag like mclaughlin boulevard we just skipped we skipped past what happened after you said, what did you just say to me? What? Oh. What happened after that? After getting on the plane? Before that, when you said, what did you just say to me? Thank you. Because we just missed a whole... I said, sir, what did you just say to me? Mm-hmm. And he said, nothing. Nothing. And handed my boarding pass back to me. <laughs> Bitch. Mm, that's funny. He pretended to be cool. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, I like hey, it when they bitch hey like Mr. Airport dude, I have a joke for you. Knock, knock. <laughs> Who you are? Going. Going where? Go and fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. So what? Wait, why did he? Um, so no, you're on the I, airplane. I had a worse. I had a worse incident at, when I got off the plane. Please tell me. I would love to hear. So another Portland douchebag, approximately 31 years old, um, uh, just really needed to, to clean his Don't laundry. Don't call me like that, because then I would think I'm in trouble. Well, I was just calling for you, is all. That's true. It's a legit I'm sorry. request. That is fair. It's legit. I'll ask nicely next time. Okay, so getting um, the, plane, the plane lands, and again, 31 the command... Douchebag. 
the command while we were taxiing into the gate, the command came on the overhead. You will be told to, what is it, dismount? How do you get off a plane? Uh, Unboard? Depart. Depart. Okay. Your row will be called. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you may exit. That's mm-hmm. it. Okay, so it comes in. The overhead command. And I'm really big on hearing everything and trying to follow instructions. So I'm going, okay. I'm listening, waiting, waiting for my row 10. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same shit. It's so cute. So anyway. <laughs> so right when the... the Right when it stops, you know how there's this rush because everybody's got to be first. Mm-hmm. Um, some motherfucker from the back of the plane comes and stands at row eight, which is where? Two rows in front of me. And he's a douche. He's just standing there like, hey, I can fucking be this way if I want. And um, I hate that. I was okay with it. He kind of glanced at me a little bit. And I was like, whatever. You're just, you're just you're trying just to... You're, your yeah. you're just trying to... You're just doing a thing. And then Finger, thumb to the nose is what I was doing. So there's that fabulous hallway between the plane and the airport. He was, of course, in front of me because he was standing in front of me. And he was waiting for me in the middle of it. Hmm. And when I walked around him, he tried walking with me. Because he wanted to brush against you. That's he, creepy. And he's... That deserves an accidental knee kick to the fucking groin. Oh, I'm and so sorry. I didn't mean to bump into you. I hope you keep your distance next time. Thank so, you. So me, I'm, you know, when you and I first met, you called me stealthy. And I tried to. You I are. Tried, you're fast and I quiet. I tried to be really quiet and get the you're fuck out. real fucking quick, get too. Get the fuck out. So I, I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting around this guy, and he says, hey, you know what? You look uh, you look pretty good. I'm going to let the pretty lady go ahead, go ahead of me. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna let you, bitch. Right. I will bring you to your knees and then walk over I, your dead body. Okay. <laughs> well, I was don't ready. even talk about how you're letting me do something. When, when he said that, I was like, I might be checking him right now. I would. I, if, if he gets if he gets next to me or in front of me, I'm gonna check him. Let me throw these hands. I have to. I have. <laughs> to. Let me throw. I've been waiting okay. for a good channel of rage. So please come at me, sir. <laughs> so then I'm walking in front of him and I'm pulling my, of course, black suitcase with my black carry-on with my black leisure suit. My name is what my favorite color was. I was like black. She's like, that's not I a have color. Black I leather pants. <laughs> I had black leather pants with a black mini skirt with a fabulous black hoodie. I mean, I know I look, sh- oh, fucking, yeah. We are Batman. <laughs> so, <laughs> I look shady, but you I don't cool give a shit. No, I don't give a you're shit. cool as shit. Um, so he he came up to me between the gate and the bathroom, and he said, "You're wearing all black. You're <laughs> nice. Ha- you're either going to a funeral or you're going to a really good party." And I just walked She's past like, him. Kids get their snacks now. Oh, do you want me to make you a snack? No, I have to make a jelly fruit. A jelly fruit? Okay, okay. so I just walked past him, and I went into the bathroom. Here. No, and in rounding the corner into the bathroom, he yells. Can I say this? Because the kid is here. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So in round- She's heard me cruise like a sailor. Like okay. No, okay. Okay, I'm making a podcast with Aunt Lisa. Please try and keep it together. So I, around, the, around the corner into the women's bathroom, and one of the passengers from the same flight, she was right with me, and I could see her peripherally, and he yelled as we both went into the bathroom, Fuck 
fuck you ladies. This is why. He says fuck you ladies. <laughs> he goes fuck you what ladies. What an ironic grouping of words. Fuck you, vulgar, offensive ladies. ladies. <laughs> Classy. Kempt. Elegant. Yeah, that's why. I actually, lo- I like favor that word. You ladies have a good night. When you're trying to be mm-hmm. respectful, mm-hmm. you say, thank you ladies, have a good night. Or you group them together in a plural form. Oh, there's a grape one there. There's one. Um... But yeah, that's fucking so hilarious. hilarious. I actually I think we should make a bumper sticker that says "fuck you, ladies," <laughs> just so we can make a note of how fucking hilariously ironic that so statement is. What I what I want people what I want <laughs> fuck you, ladies, fuck you, ladies. So apparently, apparently, here's he probably has a big dick and finishes in thirty seconds every time. Oh my god, it's pointless. You might as well just get a giant dildo and put it in there for a second oh and let my, it go. Oh my god, did I'm you just say that? I did. It's true. <laughs> or he's like super so tall, I, handsome, and I has like a super tiny dick and finishes in thirty seconds. So Either way, the thirty seconds is probably a guarantee. That's why he's mad. Anyway, well, I'm I'm the one that actually believes size doesn't matter. So, um, Uh, it does. It does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It does not. It does. It's how you hit it. It does. No, it doesn't. mm -mm. I don't play that game. It matters. We. This fight. If you're under six, don't even call me. Don't even try. Don't even try and talk to me. I'm not interested. If you're under six, or even under seven. I'm serious. I, I married a seven, and that's all I can ever get used to. After 15 years of fucking, that's seven years, okay? Or okay. seven inches. Okay. Just, Whatever. All right. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> That's dick. a decent Let's, angle. We're going to put a pin in the dick thing. I've had a lot of dick. And I'm going to tell, <laughs> tell you right now, size matters. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's close this Size out. and girth. Thank you for that. And listen, we are going to close with what do we have to learn? <laughs> what two best friends get together in a podcast? What, what do we have to learn from, from those two things? And they're, they're general Kayla lessons. Kayla likes Big Deck. No, God. Oh. <laughs> Every time I make a statement like that, Lisa's face is priceless. So it's cute. Just like, she's just like, oh my god, she said that. Oh no. My face is like I just drank sour milk. Because <laughs> I just can't handle it. I, we don't agree there. Size will never mm. matter. Well, for you. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it matters. Well, fuck me then. Literally. Oh god. <laughs> so bad. Sorry. Okay. Okay, I guess we're not going to summarize. No, I would love to summarize. I'll stop. What, I'll I just want to ask you, what does Kilowatt have to gain um, from those two examples? And I think that's a general understanding mm-hmm. of what that second big job women have to do. I can tell you exactly what your two stories told me, mm-hmm. and I'll summarize the lesson that I learned. Okay. When you have a male... <laughs> <laughs> we have a case of the giggles. You have to stop. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's take a deep breath. We're gonna go back into the ohm. Take it to the ohm. I need some water. Um. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. So check it out. Okay. This is important. I'm gonna walk over to Pickle, and you guys can hear me. Hi, honey. What are you doing? Why are you not in class? Yeah. You can have that peanut butter bagel I just threw on the counter there. It's fun to alternate. If you take a bite of peanut butter and jelly, what's in the bag of Taco Bell on the, on the shelf? Is that case of cheese? 
excuse me. What? Oh. Oh, babe, you're getting hot. You got a fever. It's that head cold, though. Don't worry. I got, yeah, there's also a blueberry muffin in there. You can microwave it. That's cold. You're going to need a cold hash brown? You are my child. Okay. <laughs> I will find a fucking Taco Bell burrito in my car the day after I bought it and eat that shit. I will eat it. I do it because in my head, I'm like, it's not even real meat. It's preservatives. It's fine. <laughs> It's just something I need. If I if people can eat bugs in the wild, I can eat a day old taco. Okay. <laughs> I walked out this morning and I was yelling at Braylon to get to class. And my neighbor, who like constantly observes me going to and from work, <laughs> he made the statement one day, "You are a busy woman." And I and I looked at him and I was like, "I know." And I kept walking. <laughs> he walks out of the hallway as I'm screaming at Braylon to start school. He goes, oh, and I go, sorry, because he usually sees me all put together. And right now I look like horseshit because I'm fucking exhausted. And I was up getting drunk with my best friend until two in the morning. Um, <laughs> I walk out and I think I still had like my hair was like up sideways. And he looks at me and I was like, sorry, I'm being dramatic. <laughs> it's like no judgment. And I walked inside and that was our, our fun banter. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? I was on to something. Oh, the summary. Here, let's get back to the... We're going to refocus this. The summary point is that... Um, <coughs> you have to forgive my ADD. I don't take my meds when I'm on my weekend. Because I don't like the concept of like... Um, I just want to let my liver breathe. You know what I mean? Like if they don't have to filter out my ADD meds seven days a week, 365, then that's good. Um, <clears throat> so my summary is that you can take two very entitled men whose society has encouraged to be entitled, especially this day and age, which is strange because back in the <coughs> 60s, women were fighting for their reproductive rights. Um, in the 20s, they were, they were fighting for the right to vote. And now we actually have women actively fighting against our reproductive rights today. And I think in California, there's a woman who was imprisoned in the murder uh, law that was passed against mothers for having a stillborn. So she had a stillborn and then they put her in prison. And that's happening in 2020. And so the story does tie in. Um, it's, it's very concerning. I am a feminist. I do believe in women's rights. And I do believe that every woman has a right to choose. I have never chosen that for myself. But I will never, ever count that out. And I will never make somebody have a child if they don't want to. Because it's their fucking body. And everybody else can get fucked. If they want to force her to have a kid, you take the baby. You pay for all the therapy and counseling and the derailment of her life that it will cause her. If she even makes it out of childbirth. So go fuck yourself. It's not your right to talk about another woman's body and her child as if it's yours. Get the fuck out of our body. Don't even bring that up. That is not your option. Anyway, sorry. I get real passionate about that. When you take two very entitled men and you tell them... Uh, well, you don't really have to tell them that a pretty woman is present. Uh, they just become like, she's the focal point. She's some type of, um, 
conquest. Not every woman with two legs who's gorgeous and has a nice set of tits is your conquest, okay? This is a fun fact. You keep that to yourself. She's not a conquest unless you actually want to know her heart and soul and genuinely know her, unless you've had nice conversations with her. You do not have the right to look at her like she's an object and treat her like shit. You never ever have the right to do that, but I'm just saying the the audacity, okay? The audacity of these two men and the stories that Lisa has told. It represents a whole large populace that we are observing and it's, it's unfortunate because women perpetuate that idea uh, that we've seen on TikTok with the fucking Trump supporters and these bitches in red, white, and blue bikinis illustrating that they're proper females because they meet the criteria and checked off all the list of being thin, blue-eyed, blonde, fuck toys. Uh, yeah, good for you. I'm real glad that you're a fucking Trump supporter and you want to kill everybody in America. <laughs> anyway... Moving on, I just, there's a large populace of the female population that do support that. And it's fucking crazy. It's creepy and it's crazy. And so that's my summary. And I hope that Lisa will hear it. And I can't wait to hear this podcast segment uh, to see what we actually sounded like and all our fun jumbled. LSC, did you want to add anything? Um, yeah, just one more thing. Okay, get it. Any response. Any response that a female gives, and I mean even um, eye contact, any response to misogynist actions is supporting it. Yeah, well, I don't know. What if you're out, like if you're outlandishly opposing it? No, oh, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Okay, good. Sorry, I don't feel good, so I'm not organized. I right take now. things literal. No, it's okay. I went home early. Remember that night that I went home early because I felt like shit and I thought I was dying? Mm. You're probably getting sick because it was exactly three days after exposure that I had that head cold that you came I can't, I, in I, contact. I, I don't feel good right now. Um, you okay, should so snuggle up today and get cozy. I have to go to the doctor. Um, <laughs> any, any. We're going to wash the grinch, Ruby. Oh, do it. Do it. Do it. Go, go, go. She's so excited. How 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 is it when you when you protest an action? What's the word for that? When you are against it? What's the word when you oppose? When you oppose? Okay. In opposition. Okay. It, if you're not um, defiant. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say now. Okay. It's I don't okay. Feel good. Hey, it's okay. My head's buzzing. Hey, let me see your hand. It's okay. You're allowed to be a human here. You don't have to perform for the podcast. We shared our stories. We talked our shit. It's okay. LFC doesn't feel good, and she's okay. I actually did a nice summary, and we can listen to it and just relax. Go get yourself. What time is your appointment? 3.30. Okay, so we can listen to this segment of the podcast to see how we approve. Yeah? All right, let's get it. All right, cool. Uh, We shall talk to you guys soon. This is Kilowatt. Oh, that was 33 minutes.